Welcome, everybody. You are perhaps listening and watching Hot Sauce Sports. Not sauce for work. I did a piece. I did a mistake that Pease always makes. He always messes the fucking intro up. And maybe it's because we're finally back in studio. Well, I'm back in studio. Pease has been here for God knows how long. Eagle's always been here. Way but, too long, may I say. Yeah, but way too long. And slowly, slowly, the sound is getting into my headphones. The, the more I scream, the more it comes out, which is very I, weird. I did a mistake. It's, uh, that, that's... Terry for you. What did I say? I did a mistake. No, I said I did a thing. No, you said no, you I did a, you did a mistake. I did a mistake. Yep, yep. So That's I did a thing and I made a mistake. Terry does English. <laughs> Terry. <laughs> What's this? Uh, Chetty Mike's. No, no, forget that. No, okay. No, forget that too. Okay. Always. Uh, we got a beer. Yeah, Hollandia. <laughs> New sponsor. New sponsor. Uh, may I also point out, just behind the scenes, we use a green screen to make these lovely representations. And Duke, what color is your hat? Uh, this color is a charcoal. It's like a light charcoal. I like that color. And um, it's offsetting the color of my face right now because I'm not this yellow. I'm definitely not oil, olive oil skin. That's definitely for sure. And, and what about <laughs> under the cap? What color is that? It's uh, green. <laughs> hey, flip your cap and see that, dude. I'm not going to flip it because my hair looks like shit, no, no, but no, it just, is green. Just do this. I want to see under. I want to see the brim. Yeah. You just want to see my uh, my I want to see uh, yeah I want to see the the, the piece I want to see your cock man I kind of miss this honestly it's been a long time since we've been in studio and I just feel like the connection is so different than when we do it like, oh man a hundred a hundred percent it's so much different like when I do the shows with peas I mean we've been doing this is episode forty of season three but like it's so much better and you'll see it as we go along and I think it's gonna do well with Eagle too because sometimes I'm at home. And, you know, I'm talking to them, whatever, but, you know, there's a delay. Sometimes they're, like, looking at each other. Yeah. And I don't – I can't figure out what they're doing. Absolutely. So I was like, fuck this shit. I think I'm going to start coming back. I did a studio. podcast with Steve uh, – Steve, sorry. I did a podcast with Pease a while back, and um, he started off the podcast with Vaccine Talk, and yeah. I got so annoyed with him. Yeah. And it's not because I I'm annoyed with my brother, but it's just I'm annoyed with you the know. whole talk of it. So, oh, man. And I just – I felt like because we were away, that we were distant from each other, I felt like I, I sounded way more annoyed – and I, I, I sounded way more You know angry, what? That's funny you said that because it's one of the first things I noticed. You were so irritable that episode. I was so irritable. Yeah. That's too funny. And I really was trying not to be. I was calming myself and I was telling myself, it's okay. Don't, don't worry about it. And it's not because I have an issue with any of that conversation. I'm just tired of everyone talking about it. I want to talk about sports. Uh, it's honestly, it's got to the point where you go any party you go to, any gathering you go to, automatically you're going to start talking about uh, did you get vaccinated? The, the first thing, thing is, are you vaccinated? Seriously. Why do I have to identify as somebody who's vaccinated? Why do you, why are you assuming yeah. my vaccination, don't bro? Don't fucking ask me, man. Like, why? Yeah. Don't fucking. I feel like uh, uh, there's going to come a point where I'm going to have to show my passport to everybody before having a conversation. Oh, man. I, I went to 40 West the other day. What's, wait, what's what's 40 West? It's a restaurant. It's a steakhouse. Yeah, it's a really good I steakhouse. thought it was like a club you in Laval. Uncultured no, no. Swine. I don't go to Laval. <laughs> I don't go to clubs anymore. I'm not 22. First of all, I'm 35 as fuck, mature, what stay What would home. we look like if we went to a club at this age, by the way? I go, I go to bars and we stuff. We can get bottle service at like Rouge or something. Oh, easy. Yeah, yeah, My buddy Mass will hook what? us up there for sure. What? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Duke, uh, Pease is gone. He's in Atlanta, right? Atlanta? Yep. He's in Atlanta, and uh, he's having a blast over there. He's gone for a couple weeks. So this week and next week, is gonna be du- uh, it's going to be Duke and I. The original Not Sauce for Work. I know this show is now called Not Sauce for Work, but the original Not Sauce for Work was when Duke and I would get together once a month. We did it like three or four times. Just get high and wasted and, we, and just talk for an hour. Which reminds me, I didn't get high this time, but... No, I'm, I'm good, Ben. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm clean sober. You know, I'm clean sober. I don't know if that's going to make for a good show, honestly. We can stop and take a, take a puff of a joint. No. I have one in my car. No, no. Listen, guys, I don't do that no, stuff I don't have anymore. One in my car. I'm a respectable citizen of this city. And I don't do those things anymore. You don't I'm smoke a respectable weed? man. No, don't I don't. Weed? I don't do anything. I don't do anything that's bad for my body. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, Duke, uh, peace is gone. We're kind of happy now. We can bring <laughs> now we can bring the show back to what it originally was. There's no ties. No one's wearing a tie. No one's dressed like they're about to give a presentation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, we're about. To, if I mean, that's the case, then we're giving presentations. This is how I dress when I go to work. Yeah, that, that's, that's yeah, you yeah, because you, go. yeah. you just yell at people. At I don't your know job. why you it's never true. put yourself on camera. By the way, because I don't need to. Because know, but, like, nobody wants to look at me. They want to look at this guy. The Duke, there's a thing. What happens when he goes on camera? Weapon. Women flock to him. He has the. He's like Kramer. You know, Kramer has that that thing where he he just like people, women love him. That's ego, and I know this firsthand because my girlfriend. 
This guy could say whatever he wants to my girlfriend, and she's like, she's like, ha ha, ego, he's so funny. For her birthday, I said, "Happy birthday! I hope Terry gets you something nice. If he doesn't, you can always come to me." And she's like, and she'll literally take him up on it too. That's the worst <laughs> part. That's the worst part. That's I don't crazy, know how man. I feel about this loyalty, but like I said, new sponsor alert: Hollandia. Never, yep. you know, never hey, bought I'm it before, it, but it's great. I, I speak Dutch a little uh, bit. <laughs> old sponsor alert: Hot Streak Fantasy. The best. It's the best. It really is. It's the best. I really haven't tried. I mean, I I'm, no, I have tried. Yeah, I have tried. Yeah, it's pretty it, fun. It's, it's, great, it's, it's the best. So, so let's it's let's say Duke were to download the app on iOS. Yes. What mm. would he have to do? He would have to deposit money. Yeah. And I'm not with, good at that. With that de- with that deposit that you make, you will get that same amount matched as a bonus by using the promo code Hot Sauce. So if you use the promo code Hot Sauce as per Hot Sauce Sports, then you get double the money that you would invest into that app use the promo code hot sauce or we don't get paid it's great but and it's honestly bet, it's honestly the best i love you using can bet it. on mlb games for the playoffs you can bet on nfl games nba's back NBA, you can bet yeah. on that so as well. all three all three of them are live because we got the mlb playoffs we got the nfl going as usual on sundays thursdays and mondays and then you got uh the nba which rolls almost every single night it's it's the best. It's the best. I can't. I honestly, I tell everybody about it. Everybody I know that's on it loves it too. Uh, quick bets in and out. Tack 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 tack. Make your money and bounce. I'm actually what's on a, a right what's now. what's a really bad bet that you've made recently? Uh, I've what? actually been on a nice little heater. I've been on a nice heater. I've put uh, on one of the apps that I use. Uh, they have like these free bets where you bet up to fifty bucks, and if you lose, they give that money back to you as a bonus. Um, but I've won those bets. Like all three of them. So like I've been on a heater there, um, but on on the Hot Streak app, a bad bet that I made was I bet that Tom Brady would get over two and a half yards on his next rush. Get out. His next rush was a was a, was quarterback a, sneak. Was a two yard run. Well, that's not bad actually. Yeah, that's bad. better than yeah, he usually yeah. runs. And I hit one by accident the other day. I hit a five guy. I hit a five guy um, parlay. A bet. It was kind of like, yeah. You call it a parlay. It's called it, they call it streak mode. I on, looked up the all app. these terms before coming on the show, by the uh, way. It's oh, knowledgeable. <laughs> I still don't understand what a, I t- over I told I told Duke, what, okay, we're going to talk gambling. He's like, oh, I love it. I'm like, yeah, but you're not a gambling guy. He's like, no, I never gamble. <laughs> <laughs> but he wants to talk about gambling, which I'd I'm, fer- I'm are, very okay with. Are those candies? Anyway. No, it's just a bag. You were saying. I'm very okay with that. But uh, I forgot what I was saying. Yeah, so I, I bet this, five, this, this five-man parlay, and one of them was a mistake. I took Justin Herbert to, uh, to rush for two and a half yards on his next rush. But I wanted to do, pick a passing a passing play for him, and he ended up rushing for like eleven yards. I ended up winning like one hundred and sixty bucks. Do you feel like that kind of ruins experience of watching a game? Because this is my biggest uh, holdup when it comes to betting. I always feel like when I'm watching a game without having anything related to it. This is the reason why I don't look at my fantasy team when I'm when I'm watching football. Okay, it's because I really just enjoy watching red zone and just injecting that crack into my into my body, you know, and not worrying about this guy rushing, this guy passing. But then again. Um, I can also see the thrill of having some stakes in it too. Well, because it's, like, it's, it's like hard, fantasy it's hard to watch the Lions. Sometimes. It's more like, it's are you sure you took football. crack or is it anthrax, right? Like, that's like the stress <laughs> you have totally. when you actually watch games that you've bet on. It's instant fantasy football. It's the same thing. You play fantasy and you like fantasy and you're good I at fantasy. I don't like fantasy. I'll be honest, I don't like fantasy. I, the only part I, about yeah. fantasy, the part that I like it most, I don't want to say the only part about fantasy, I think everybody agrees with me, is the draft. As soon as the it's draft is done, I, I can fuck off and not even yeah. give a shit. Like, just you can hire me, pay me like 10 bucks, and I'll do your draft for you. Like, that's just the funnest part for me. And that's a deal for next year. Absolutely. I also find that fantasy football is great for when you're taking a shit and you're just, you need something to look at. And because you don't want to look at the goddamn news, because speaking it's the same of which, thing. I didn't and, even check my <laughs> roster today. You know, and you just need something to look at. And it's, you're tired of the say, looking at the same things on your feed. Hey. You know what? Let me go and find a new tight end. I, yeah, exactly. It's like, fuck, I forgot to pick up a kicker <laughs> this week because Rodrigo Blankenship is injured again. My whole my whole team is on bye this week because they're, they're, they're all Bills and, and Cowboys. Yeah, fucking right, Cowboys. He you drafted that. poorly. I really drafted poorly. I really did. No, the Cowboys have the most explosive offense in I, the league. I do have a positive record, but I have Boys, a lack of depth. Cowboys are winning the fucking Super Bowl. No, no, no. Are we in this? Relax. Anyway, I, Put think your dick away, fuck. I think it's time. We'll do it. I think it's time for it. Ah, Terry, it's the news. It's the news, man. It is the news. Uh, Did you just tell this news to yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm telling myself about the news. Um, 
a lot of shit that's happened this week in the NBA, and a lot of sh- by a lot of shit, I mean uh, the saga of Ben Simmons with the Sixers seems Absolutely. to be fucking over finally. It's not over. It's not I mean, going to be over. They've suspended him because he's just acting like Which a doofus. Nothing. Oh, can you pull up the picture of? Uh, did you see this? That what he had his tell phone. Tell me what his, it is, and I'll tell you what I phone, saw. His phone in his pocket. Well, absolutely. That's what I was going to say. He was wearing sweatpants. Yeah. He had his phone in his pocket. In his sweatpants season. And he was, gave zero shit about actually doing anything during that practice. It, it, is, it is definitely sweatpants season. Yeah. Girls love it. Great sweatpants season. I got my great sweatpants on. Yeah, man. I can uh, see your dick from here. Girls love it. Um, but there's a picture of Ben. Yeah. So that apparently is not a phone. That is a jersey. That is his penny. His practice penny that he refused to wear. So and that's why he was sent home. You are right about that. I ha- I was wondering because when they originally said that his his phone is t- sticking out of his uh, out of his sweatpants, I was thinking, I own sweatpants. My my phone sags so low that if yeah, I how watch, short it, are those sm- pockets? It smacks my nuts. So there was no way that, it, it, or else they're just really poorly designed sweatpants. Yeah, how short are those fucking you know? pockets? So that, that could be definitely the, the practice jersey, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but it's it's not so much about the sweatpants. It's the you know the aura, the vibe. He's coming in. He's kind of like lackluster. Doesn't really participate in the in the huddle. Just kind of like whatever. But also, th- this is the template for wanting to get traded. I know that we crap on the guy for it right now, and we should. I don't like him. I don't you like think, it at all. You think all. he's being like guided to do this? Yes, he's a rich. He is, his agent is Rich Paul. Oh, okay. The, the template <laughs> for this has been created by LeBron. No, not Le- not LeBron James. Sorry, but Ky- but. Kyrie Irving at the moment is doing something very similar, or he has done something very similar, and 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 also James Harden as well. And I just think that there, the precedent has already been set for players that just don't want it, that don't want to stay with a the team. They want to avoid being part of a, a toxic situation that they wouldn't want to be. What would you do in your job if you wanted to get fired? Well, that's the thing. I, I I'm not I'm I'm not in that. Yeah, situation but it's it. you don't get hard. fired. You get relocated. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so so let's yeah. say eagle eagle. Let's say you see like a position somewhere else, but you don't want to like. I'm unionized, by the way. So there's a lot of things I can do. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to make it like too obvious. You want to go there because you don't want to insult people. So what would you do to get there? I slowly start giving other people my responsibilities until I make myself useless. Okay, so that's basically what Ben Simmons did. Ben yeah. Simmons is like, did you see that practice? I was watching like five minutes of it, and he was just well. Not even playing defense, which is the only thing he's good at. Well, basically, I, yeah. but that's it, though, right? Like, if I'm responsible for 10 things, if I can get 10 other people to do that stuff for me, I am not responsible for anything. And I'm like, you know what, guys? I'm going to go help another team out. Yeah, right? it's also, and it's like, you guys got this. You don't need me. Yeah. Congratulations, right? But it's Shake also, everyone's it's hand. We have a little a fa- party. Pop some bubbly. Yeah. And then I go work for someone else. It's yeah. a false equivalency when we, when we try to um, use our jobs, which we're not drafted into as an example True. of what of what the life is. Yeah, you're basically being forced to live in a city you might not so like. So is it like exactly. more comparable to like the military where you got to like kiss a guy to get expelled or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will say though that the book was kind of What's odd. What's that called? It's called something now. Dishonorable Discharge? No, no. It's called something to be homosexual in the army. It was like a Yeah, normal. No. Uh, I, I feel like this is going fine. off the rails. Like before, it used to be a big deal. Now who fucking cares? No, but there's a like, term to when they kicked you out. Okay, how about you think about that? Nah, and I'll say what I'm going to say. Yeah. I've already given up discharge. on it. The, the, no, book, the book on, on Ben Simmons was kind of written in at LSU. When he was at LSU, what was the main criticism about him? It was the fact that he was he he, he wanted everything to be about himself. That he didn't that he didn't don't perform. Ask, don't he didn't perform in crucial situations. And he had a lot of issues with teammates feeling like he wasn't putting it all on the table during crucial moments. And he had everything had to revolve around him. And I feel like when I rewatch what happened against them again with them against the Hawks, it wasn't just that he wasn't. I felt like he was shell shocked that he was in a situation where he just felt like he couldn't really make the kind of shots that he wanted to make. He kept passing out. Duke, he had four games in a row, four four fourth quarters where he had zero points. But my thing is, what if it's what if it's not about a me 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 thing? What if it's just look? He really had a hard time in that series. He he didn't really see the court properly, and he got completely shit on in in Philly, which is very easy to do. Even even on a good even even on in a good game where you lose, you still get shit on. Well, you know, I mean, back to what you were telling me uh, off air. Jason Kelsey comes out. Jason Kelsey, yeah. And Jason Kelsey has won a Super Bowl in Philadelphia. He's played in Philly his entire career, and he came out and said. Just play better. If you play better, the city's going to love you. Yeah. And that's true about Philly. It's true about most towns. I think Boston's the exception. Well, look at Montreal with the Canadians. We're the same way. Yeah, I mean, most most diehard, most fan bases that have been there for a long time that have like a diehard base like the Habs or the Eagles or whatever or the Yankees or the fucking Red Sox, mm-hmm. if you suck 
If you're playing like shit, then yep. you're going to be shit on. Absolutely. Francisco Lindor got traded to the Mets. Okay, got traded to the Mets. All Mets fans were super happy. Yep. Fucking right, Lindor. Had a terrible season. Terrible start, and they were ready to trade him back. Mm-hmm. And that's the part about fan bases that's crazy. And but it's a reality because they pay their money, they have the right to scream. You know what I mean? They have the right to complain, do all this shit. But at the end of the day, Ben Simmons owes them nothing other than putting on the jersey. Is he treating? He's more. He's insulting more his his teammates than his actual fan base. He definitely is, and I do agree with that. I think that right now, at this moment, I think that Ben Simmons is in a really tricky spot. I think that the 76ers are expecting a lot in return, as they should, because this dude, maybe his shooting is not great, but he's one of the best defensive players in the league. Yeah. And he can fit in very well with a lot of teams. For example, Portland. But Portland is not willing to give away Lillard for nothing. And that's the thing. You know? and is they, the, and the thing is, Portland doesn't have a lot to give up. So the, the reality of the situation is that, and I think this is what he's, what he's doing poorly at the moment, is that... By underperforming right now, you're tanking your value, and it, you're making it really hard for Daryl Morey to make any kind oh, of trade for you. Oh, definitely. And if you really want to leave the city, if you really want to get out of there, you have to perform. You have to raise the value of who you are, not just sit back and practice with your sweatpants, go to a strip club at the end of the game, and just expect to get traded. And it's not guess only that. What? Because guess what? Pat Riley is not going to trade for you. He was originally probably going to trade for him had he performed had he shown the willingness to try and perform and practice and try and try and show some competitiveness because that's one thing about pat riley you know it's it's all about trying to rehabilitate players that might have lost a step or players that just that are just in a in a rough rough patch but one thing that pat riley doesn't like is players that are just don't have a competitive edge and that's what i think that ben simmons is missing at this moment and it's unfortunate. I think he's getting really bad advice. Yeah. I mean, he's getting bad advice on the people around him. Not only that is that, like, there's rumors that, like, he brings his entire family to practice. and all Never these, good. And they're all there. And, and he's, he just has, like, an outside distraction. He doesn't listen to the team. Like, we don't – obviously, we don't know. If there's a side that he wants to present that shows him in a better light, then go ahead. But right now, we haven't heard any of that. And Ben Simmons, as good as he is – He's going to be end up becoming expendable. And that's what happens a lot with these guys. Yeah. They become expendable. You know I'm what ju- I mean? I'm just thinking, I know that we want to wrap up on this point, but I'm thinking about, for example, Sacramento, right? Like, Sacramento has the pieces to trade for Ben Simmons. Would you rather live in Philadelphia or Sacramento? <laughs> like, if you're going to live in California, did you know Sacramento is the capital of California? It is, and it shouldn't be. But also, what's the capital of uh, Canada? <laughs> Ottawa. Right. Would you want to live in Ottawa? No, because the capital of each state is the one that's closest to the center of the state. I never knew that. Yeah. I learn everything. I learn something every time I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Because but, I, I'm just, I, I just have this like abundant mass of useless information in my head. But my thing is that, okay, so so first of all, the Sacramento would be probably the most, the, the perfect the perfect trade partner because they have pieces. He, he doesn't want to. But he they're wants not going to go to trade Fox. They're not going to trade Bagley. For a guy that just doesn't give a shit, and they know that it's what? too much of a risk, and it's also a huge risk because he's gonna go to Sacramento and do what? Not ever. not play or not care, and then they have to find another another trade partner. So no, like um, anyway, I know we're wrapping up on this point, but not and not everybody, um, not everybody is as good as Ben Simmons, and not everybody can handle being the guy in an organization that makes you. He's going to be the guy, like, yeah. right? Like, now he kind of splits it with Joel, with Joel Embiid. But he's going to end up being the fucking, the guy. And I don't think he can handle that. I don't think that he's able to do that. I think he wants to get in, do his job, and go home, which is very okay. But as long as you're doing your job and as long as your teammates feel like you got their back, and I don't think they do it this time. But anyway, it is what it is. We'll s- the Ben Simmons saga continues. We'll see what happens with him. I think he'll be traded before the, before the halfway through the season, and hopefully they get something in return for him. But at this point, the Sixers get what you can because the value of his is dropping every day, and I think he's going to be dropping. Uh, staying in the NBA, DeAndre Ayton doesn't get his extension. Right. He doesn't get his extension. Um, the the Suns, who are notoriously cheap, um, Robert Sarver it has to be one of the cheapest, crappiest uh, – uh, owners in, in the league has zero intention to give this guy a max a max contract even though he's proved to you even what he did to to Jokic in the playoffs shows that this guy deserves something and I he's just good. think I don't know if he's a this max is, extension though I, I heard this in a, in a podcast recently I can't remember which one um, but uh, the coach of the, the the Warriors Steve Kerr 
Steve Kerr, when he was coaching the, the Suns yeah. once upon a time, um, basically he was guaranteed that if his team would um, would perform well during the season that they would get like, you know, that they would keep the team together. Um, what ends up happening is that they, they end up being the three seed. They have a glorious run. doesn't work out. Steve Kerr goes back to, uh, to Sarver says, hey, we did a great job. I think we should keep the team together. Pfft, nope. Fire sale. Right. Fire sale. And so, and then that's the reason why he's really with with the Warriors at the at the moment. So, this guy has um, he doesn't he has no intention right now of giving Booker a max a max contract. No, he has no intention of giving DeAndre Ayton a max contract. Um, you know, Chris but Paul. I don't know what it is though. Like you're you're in the finals. You're missing a few pieces. Yeah. This guy helped you get to the finals. Just give him the money. Right, and I think that it's not like you didn't make the money. It's this it's this really outdated concept where it's you know. A center doesn't exactly, you know, you shouldn't pay these guys max contracts because they're just centers. But, but, but he's also, not a true center, though. No, he's not. Like, he plays everywhere. He really does. And he and he's a really, really excellent player. And he really is. He can really be one of the best in the league. And he already kind of is. And I just think that, you know, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot in a way. Like, like the, these players, like, first of all, DeAndre Aiden is, is going to end up getting getting a contract any with that, anyway with them because it's hard for it's it's hard for these guys to move on when they have a lot of money on the table. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. so that's the thing, but I just think it's it's really unfortunate that Suns just they keep repeating the same mistakes over and over and over. Whatever. I mean, at this point it's like Suns and 4, it's like Suns and 4 is never going to happen again because I, I do, I do you guys are they, fucking selling everybody. They do have the, all the tools to repeat again. Like, but you can't repeat, but at least But like, you need to keep to, the tools. Right. And but they will at least now, but like these guys aren't going to stay around. No, I mean, you know? listen, Devin Booker's going to get them most money anywhere he wants. But what the NBA does well is that they max out the amount of money you can get, and every team has a chance to you know balance that to to match that. Uh, so we'll see what happens with Aiden. But I don't think Aiden's going to stay for the, with the Suns because no. he's going to get a max contract somewhere he else. He will. And, and where's and he a, from? Where's DeAndre Aiden from? Is he from like California? Maybe go to Sacramento. We were just talking about that. Eeks. Imagine him on Sacramento. Eeks, a get me uh, DeAndre Aiden's uh, hometown. Birthplace. Hometown birthplace. What's your guess? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say he's a California kid. I'm gonna say he's East Coast. Yeah, but go like New York. It's too broad. I know. It's too New broad. York, the oh, state so of New York, uh, the state of New York. He's Why from not? like Syracuse. <laughs> he was born in NASA Bahamas. Wow, we are awful at this. Doesn't help us at all. <laughs> okay, where do you go? To, where do you go to school? <laughs> San Diego, California. Ah, see, California. Okay, well, then we'll, just say, we'll just say it's college. He's a California, yeah, college he's kid. A California kid. Um, I just, I just think that if if I'm in that situation where I'm having an excellent season and I show that I can lock down one of the greatest, one of the great players in the league. And then my owner tells me that, hey, nah, I'm not gonna give you a max extent, a max contract. Guess what? I'm out. I'm out. You know? Yeah, it's. I mean, at this point, if they're not giving me what I want, then it's the same thing with Eagle before we were talking about his job. If they, people, you want to leave somewhere. If they're not giving you what you want, you fucking leave. That's it. It is what it is. Um, somebody who got what he wanted was Nick Suzuki. Nick Suzuki. We spoke about it last week. Um, in the meantime, there was a few other signings as well, uh, but the Habs. Paying him all that money, him not doing much this year. What are we looking at now? Any points? The Habs zero and three. The media is losing. Four, isn't it? Zero and four, five. Hold on. Buffalo, Buffalo, Toronto, San Jose, New York, and there's one more. I think we're zero and four. You're right. Yeah, we're zero four. Um, we're about to be zero and five, but we'll see. Like everybody's selling. I know it's an early season, but like, listen, I'm not hopeful. And Alex, the intern, either. Like we had, we spoke about this on Weekly Sauce. It doesn't look good for the team. I mean, Carey Price was there to shut the door down, but the team can't score. That was the problem last year. The team couldn't score. We had no depth on center. We have less depth at center now that we lost uh, Dano and Kotkaniemi. Giving Suzuki the money was the right thing to do. I'm happy about that. Uh, Caulfield, obviously, he needs a spark because he's, he's one of those guys. Mike Hoffman hasn't come back. So I'm not ready to sell the fucking house yet, but... I'm not optimistic that they're going to make the playoffs. At the beginning of the season, even before all this happened, before Carey Price went out, I said they're going to be ninth place just outside. Can we can we also give them benefit of the doubt a little bit? Like, your number one, your captain and your best defenseman goes down at yeah. the beginning of the year, maybe never coming back. No, he's retiring, Then yeah. your Hall of Fame goaltender goes down, essentially. Yeah. You don't have him. And your team is still young. You miss a bunch of centers, like you mentioned. And you just come off a fucking Stanley Cup run that went late into like yeah, June, their July, ended right? Three months ago, exactly. So yeah. these guys are probably gassed to begin with. Yeah. And on top of it, you're missing your your best players that used to win you games. This is a bridge year, right? You're not gonna have success. It's almost expected in a lot of ways. Yeah, big time. 
I so mean, what? At, at what point? I know that the talk in Montreal at the moment is Bergevin, yeah. whether he's going to stay or not. I still think it's way too early in the season to make any kind of rush judgment. But I'm also a Montrealer, and I know what it's like in this city when your city starts to, when you, when your team starts to stink. Listen, but Bergevin, my thing is it what when they play the Kraken in a couple of weeks, and let's say they get cracked, is that when they when they when they get rid of Bergevin, man, or is he stay till the end of the season? I didn't actually I didn't like the Kraken name, but with all like the the the. The Krakenisms, like all the names, like crackheads and getting cracked, like Absolutely. all that stuff, I'm sold on. You're, you're in just because uh, of the, the, yeah. the word. Yeah, yeah the, especially the crackheads. Like they call their fan base the crackheads. Like sense. It's like their hidden name. Do they have a mascot? If they do, it's a fucking <laughs> it's a squid or something, whatever it is. And, a kraken. Yeah, it's a kraken, exactly. Yeah. Dude, to answer your question, I think it's really going to come down to how we're losing games. If their games are close or you're missing a goal or whatever it is, I think – People are going to be more tolerant than if every game is like the Sharks game, do you think right? That you, if yeah. if the team doesn't give a fuck, then there's going to be hedges under the Do you, do you think that the draft, their draft pick that they made, do you think that that's the start of it? What the the the, uh, the end of the of the Habs? No, at the end of like Berger Logan Mayu, you, you mean you and everything? You, I don't like, think no. Logan Mayu was a bad draft pick. No, I I know you don't. I, you've said this before, but I'm thinking in terms of how the city perceives perceives them, how the how the how the organization perceives them. Do you think that that's perhaps the the, the reason why the, the start of it, why they would get rid of Bergevin as a? I don't think GM. they're going to get rid of Bergevin. I think Bergevin is going to take a job as like the president of hockey operations or whatever it is, you know. And then there's all these talks on Mike Madden. I don't even know where he's in Anaheim. I think he's the assistant GM over there. He's a he's a guy from Quebec, so he will come in and become the new GM. Apparently, he's like a up and coming GM that a lot of people respect. So, uh, and Bergevin hasn't extended his contract. His contract is done at the end of the year. So I think that means that he's going to become president of hockey operations, or he's going to go to another team. And um, I never I, understood what I that don't job is. By Bergevin. the way, I never understood what that job is when you're the president of operations. You're basically like you you oversee anything hockey related, personnel related. So like scouting, all of it. Okay. Yeah, from general manager to scouts, the, the head scouts league. to the, yeah, I mean, no, it's you're mostly taking care of like the NHL. The general manager and the assistant GM take care of the minor leagues and okay. stuff like that. Uh, but you, you're basically like the the guy below Molson when it comes to hockey shit. Nice. And before it, he was just Molson was his boss. You know what I mean? Um, and he's he's probably very qualified for it, right? Like, yeah, he's played in the league. He's had decent success as a GM with the Habs. I I liked him his reign as a GM with the Habs, and I I wouldn't want to lose him. I think he's a he's a sharp guy. He's smart. He's charismatic. You know, he knows how to talk to people. He's respected in the league. Uh, he's not very well respected in the French media and the Montreal media here, but who do they Even respect? Better. But who do they respect, right? Um, at the end of the day, he d- he's done a decent job. He's made a few questionable trades like that. Sergeyev for Duane to me is probably the worst trade in hockey history. I, I, to, uh, to this day, I'll say that. I'm still not sold on the Weber Subban trade. I am 100 uh, sold from day one. To this day, I'm still sold. And the disrespect shown to Markov and Plakanic was a little bit pissed me off. Plakanic not so much, but Markov yes. The fact that they had the amount of money that Markov was asking for and they refused to give him the money. That part pissed me off. And in the off. explanation, like, oh, my yeah. dogs are loyal. And yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. anyway, it is what it is. The, 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 they've done some weird shit. They've done some good shit. Uh, a cup run last year. You know, it, listen, the team is the team is good. They're young. They're fiery. And I'm, I'm pumped to see what's going on. I see what's going to happen with them going forward. Um, your boy, John Gruden. Yeah, so where do you want to go with this? Well, listen, he's come out today and he said, he said the truth will come out. So apparently... Right. There's something that we haven't seen that will exonerate him or make him seem so, like in a better light. So Go can I it. can I start the conversation Go with for it, the entire the entire investigation started with looking at the Washington football team and the allegations against Snyder and Bruce, Bruce Allen. Allen and all the other guys with the whole cheerleaders and the abuse and the whole thing. Yeah. And out of 650,000 emails that they went through the only ones that implicated anyone with John Gruden, and it just so happened he called Goodell an idiot. Really? Oh, he called him the F word. Yes, that too. But <laughs> I didn't want to say that. Yeah. But can, does anyone believe that? Is that you think that's what he means by like the truth will come out? So like for 100%. sure, there's more people in this, right? It has to be. Bruce that. Allen had six hundred fifty thousand emails confiscated. Do you think there wasn't one in there that said something bad about a player or another coach or a manager or whatever the fuck it is? Got fucking teed and John Gruden was the scapegoat in all this, all because Roger Goodell didn't like what he called him. Listen, right. and the, Roger Goodell's been called 
plenty of different names, and that's the one yeah, that offended Yeah, definitely. Him. He's one of the most hated commissioners in the world and all Maybe that. he's hiding something. So I'll start off by saying, because I wasn't here in the last show, it's a complete disappointment what happened. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that, the, first of all, this report came out at the beginning of this, uh, during now, mid-season and not during, before this season. That being said, it doesn't really matter because the point of all this is that like the, what came out had to be completely corrected. Um, John Gruden, I mean, he's someone I looked up to growing up my whole life. Um, he's someone that I, I always thought was a respectable person. And after what I, what I read and what I heard about him, I mean, I, I have a completely different opinion about him. That being said, well, listen, um, he's a lot of the guys in the locker room like him. Yeah, but there's also been there's also you been, can hate um, the person, but if they do a good job and they're not biased, well, it's like Derek Carr. Derek Carr said, "I love the man, but I hate the sin." Right. So, in terms of this conversation, in terms of him saying that you know the truth will come out, it's like what Eagle was saying that the truth will come out, but I think it has much more to do with the investigation into the emails, the investigation into the Washington. Washington and nothing coming out from them, them not being responsible for anything, which I think is absolutely ludicrous. However, team? are we that surprised that a league that hired their own investigate investigators, <laughs> as they say in succession, a white, uh, white shoe? Wow. White shoe. White, what a white, reference. White shoe, white shoe law firm. Has a, been season hired. three started on Sunday. Exactly. I'm fucking a white, right. A white shoe law firm is, watching it is, 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 is being hired to investigate their own crimes. I, as if we're supposed to be surprised, like they, they didn't try and find the perfect scapegoat for this. It's only that is that you nitpick on the, the facts, but right? That, you start picking the shit. Like, oh, we'll, we'll use this one, not this what one. What bothers me the most about this whole conversation is that, you know, what happens is there's a lot of Raiders fans that are hurt with all this. And there's a lot of people that are hurt with with they, they use they conflate this issue of cancel culture with with John Gruden. The fact is what John Gruden said was awful and he had to be fired. Yeah. He had he had an openly gay player in the in a locker room. Uh, Amy Trask who was who was the uh, who was previously the VP of operations of the Raiders, who's a woman who's a female who worked there who had complained about it many times to Al Davis and to Mark complained Davis. about John Gruden? Yes. Oh. And nothing ever happened. Never, nothing ever came about that. I didn't know and this. No no report ever comes out about that. The fact that he's complaining about about women about about female refs who 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 officiate his games. The fact that he's coming out he's coming out talking about how uh, you know basically saying that there should that this whole this whole concussion protocol is ridiculous, which is insane because your your players are the ones whose bodies are on the they're line. Putting, they're putting all the risk out there. So for me, you, you can yell what? all you want and make all your shitty faces. I don't want I don't want to hear from butthurt Raiders fans anymore that shit on me for my article number one. But secondly. <laughs> I don't want to hear from you anymore because he was wrong. He had to go. It's 2021. We got to move on. And secondly, you know what? He sucked anyway. <laughs> you know, he sucked that's anyway. The, that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize. Is like, oh, you know, he shouldn't have been fired. But, but at the end of the day, do. was he good? And he had, he had the team's one. good. He the had another good, six yeah. years on his contract. He had six years on a contract. Didn't draft a single. Like, he barely drafted any good players. He signed terrible free agents this whole time. Yeah. Made terrible decisions when coaching. Super conservative. The first, the one year that are really starting to look good, he's out. It's a, it's dis, it's a disappointing end to the season. But to me, I just think it has to happen. He's saying that 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 the truth has come out. The truth has come out. You're a bigot. You're a terrible person. And the fact that you're still staying in Las Vegas right now, you're not willing to sell your property, and you think that the reason why that 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 this is all happened is because it's cancel culture tells me more about your character than anything else will. So. Screw you, John Gruden. So here is my question to you. If he knows what they're hiding, and let's be honest, he's never getting another job in the NFL. No. He's never getting another job for a broadcasting company. Oh, Division company. 3. Basically he's Division 3. College, gonna not going to happen. No, he's, he's, he'll, he'll get a college Coastal, coastal Carolina. Do you, you really think a college will hire him? Yes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Guy, it's college football. They've okay. hired worse. Because, Urban because, Meyer. Because, <laughs> oh, yeah. Because... The reason why they'll take him, and like I'm listen, I'm not saying it's like an Alabama or an LSU or a Clemson. It might be like an East Carolina, you know, like like a very mid level to bottom like Div One team, right? And the reason why they'll take him is because he's going to be able to get recruits, regardless of what it, what he did. He's going to get recruits. Yeah. Okay. I I maybe doubt it. I have a theory as to why he hasn't said anything. Because if it was me. I would Jose Canseco the shit out of the league because if you know what's happening and you're never going to work in that league again, burn the whole thing down with you, right? He's, you're holding, take he's you down, holding on to keeping I can pull everyone down with me. The only reason he's holding out, 
either is because he's still negotiating his settlement, which oh. apparently he's going to make $40 million from. Oh, he will from. make $40 40. Million. No, he will. No, because he absolutely uh, will. He's never, we're never going to see him. And no. there might be a non-disparaging act uh, clause well, in there, which uh, he can it's, do. It's also because a lot of this, a lot of what's revolving around, around his departure is things that happened before he became an NFL, became an NFL coach again. So... Of course, he's. If, if I was in a situation, I hope I'm never in that situation, but I would absolutely fight for every nickel and dime because you're firing me for something that you didn't hire me for. It happened yeah. way before. Yeah. You know? So he's definitely going to make 40, the rest of his contract, the $40 million. Um, but I don't, see, I don't see John Gruden coming out and, and, and doing anything about this. He, he does have a lot of connections, and I think there's still, there's still some gas in the tank for, for some college, the desperate college team uh, probably old Miss, you know, always old Miss <laughs> hiring Lane Kiffin. They'll probably hire him and all that. Did you see what happened with that Lane Kiffin? He he went back to Tennessee for the first time. Yes, they were throwing shit at him. Absolutely. And there he was a, a water, there was he, he Odell Beckham the, a water bottle that getting thrown really at him. yeah yes. I didn't see that one. He's used but to there it. was like mustard bottles being thrown they at him. him. And, they absolutely hate him. Oh man, yeah. it for good so reason. Here's my other theory. Besides the fact that he's also going he, for the settlement yeah. portion, he's then going to after he figures out the deal, going to take as much time as it needs to expire the whole NDA portion of it yeah and then sell a book deal yeah so, oh. and then he's gonna sense. do the expose tell all and make a shit ton of money off of that he absolutely oh. will. that's why that's why i don't think that he's gonna come out into an interview do a 60 minute interview and try and try, and try he, he and will but when he gets his money and book, when yeah, he's gonna make more exactly. money off of it we're gonna hear about this in like a year and a half two years exactly All what of do you, sudden, what do you, before what do you, monday night football hour-long interview with john gruden hasn't coached since he wants to make a comeback. All this shit, like it's gonna happen. We know. I, it. I just can I just finalize this one thing, and I and I think it's something that you guys were missing in the in the last podcast. I kind of feel bad for Derek Carr, and I'm one of his worst critics. I'm not a fan of Derek Carr. I never have been, but this season he really he there's something about his performance I love. I this season I really think he's a he top five he quarterback. Looks, he looks. Uh, so hold on, but it's, that's not my point. That's my point. I don't want to get stuck in the mud. But no. I feel I feel bad I feel bad for a guy that has to go through so many coaching changes all the time. It like I yeah. feel like a it great was, quarterback. Like, it's like Alex Smith. It's like Alex know? Smith. Like he's gone through offensive coordinator after offensive coordinator, completely changing of wide receivers, offensive line, like head coaching changes all the time as well. So that's one thing I really feel bad about, and I was really happy to see them really perform really well last. Alex year. Smith had like eleven offensive coordinators in eight seasons, or something and, like and, that. And yeah. every every season that that Derek Carr has been in the league has been a new uh, uh, offensive coordinator until the season. So. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, somebody who uh, is probably his own offensive coordinator is Aaron Rodgers, and apparently he owns part of the uh, Chicago, a uh, part of Chicago. He uh, went into Chicago, uh, took out his ball sack. Put it in the end zone. Yes. And then as he scored that, looked at the fans and said, I still own you. I still own you. And nobody has disagreed with him other than Chicago fans. Of course. You know, Chicago, Chicago has not disagreed with him. He Trubisky came out and said it. He's something like 35 and 4. No, it's not that it. high, but it's something like it. it's like 20, 28 and 5, 27 get, get and 5. Yeah, so yeah, okay, yeah. 28 yeah. and 5. 28 and 5, something like that. That sounds more accurate. 28 and 5. Against Chicago, and twenty-one and five, twenty-one and five, and Tom, which is twenty-two if you count playoffs. Banana lands, and banana. even Tom Brady, who and, uh, who lost the Bears last season, said that he used it as like a, a as like a stepping stone to say, "This is what I got to improve on my game." Of you course. Know? Also, the legacy uh, precedes Rodgers because even Brett Favre was twenty-two and ten against Chicago. Right. Mm. So Green Bay in general has really owned the Bears. I uh, never realized how. As, if you're a Bears fan, yeah. and I'm like a pseudo Bears fan, if you're a Bears okay, fan, no, you cannot be a pseudo. Illinois is basically just an extension of Wisconsin by this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All it's split. I mean, they're not even split by the Mississippi. Do you know how long, how wide the Mississippi is? I didn't know how big it was until I was watching some golf championship, and they're playing in Wisconsin at the tip of the of of the state, and you see, they're on the Mississippi, and I'm like, that looks like the Atlantic Ocean. Like that's how big it is. I didn't realize it was that big. I thought I mean, it was it, like I thought it was like a thin line going across the country. Like it goes from fucking Louisiana all the way up to Minnesota. No, it it cuts through the whole fucking country. I knew it was long. I didn't think it was that wide. Like St. Lawrence River, I thought it was like the, as wide as the St. Lawrence River. That's what I thought. I knew it was long. I didn't know it was that wide. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Aaron Rodgers, honestly, probably b biggest big dick energy moment Absolutely. of the season so yeah. far. 
Like I still own you to the fans. And he came which is out. Great. He came out today saying, you know, I'm not part of this wool culture that you don't you, you don't want to get caught up in this in this nonsense where but he didn't do anything you know, wrong. He just I, talked shit back to the people that talk shit to him. I love at the press conference his answer when they were asking about. It. He's like, honestly, like you just get so pumped up adrenaline. I blacked out. I don't know what happened. I'm sure. Like, you, know you, exactly you guys saw that. You guys saw the picture. And Rogers is very aware. Everybody's flipping the bird at him. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And who knows how much, what kind of obscenities people throw throw at him in, in Chicago? Oh, they probably in Chicago too. They probably but say the we worst. Talk shit. about how bad Matt Knight. Nagy is? Uh, he's what pretty bad. Ever bad. since the double doink, cool. he hasn't been the same. No, no that, definitely not. The double doink was like his claim to fame almost. It's like, ah, they, you know, they just missed by a field goal. And then the next season, he's just like, and you know what? I forgot how to coach completely. And he Let's call screens to, every play. Yeah, exactly. Yes. He's been oh, known to be like this so fucking many, offensive genius and so can't figure it out. So many screens and passes behind the, 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 the line of scrimmage. He doesn't I trust Justin understand. Fields to go deep. Can we yeah. move on from passes behind the, the, the line of scrimmage? It doesn't work. He doesn't trust it's Justin Fields play. at all. But, at also, all. but Fields is the reason why they were even in that last game. So Fields, oh. Fields is actually pretty good, and I'm and I'm I like what I see so far. Uh, but a few names that he's gonna have to live up to because I think we're in the new quarterback era for real. Like we remember the days of it was Peyton po- Manning, Eli, Tony, uh, well, Justin, Aaron Rodgers. But at Justin the beginning. Herbert is a Justin Herbert's a pocket quarterback. No, I'm not talking about that kind. I'm not talking about like the specific You're style. You're talking about pylons in the middle. Of the no, night. I'm no, talking like, about like I'm talking about names. Your in the, top in the, five, top ten list. Yeah, right? they're talking about right. the level of QB. We haven't had. A level of QB like we have right now across the board. Kyler, Dak, Lamar, Mahomes, Herbert. I even forgot to put him on the name. Joe Burrow, Trevor yeah. Lawrence. Like I don't think we've seen Mayfield. Arguably, too, is up. Yeah, there. Ba- I like oh, Baker Mayfield. I know he's up. fucking good. Baker you guys Mayfield. Brought, okay, no, I don't agree. Look but what it's okay. he's had so far. It's, They've been injured all fucking it's, year. It's okay. He put up I, I forty don't, points. I don't want to argue about, about about the Cleveland Browns. It's the worst. Russell, yeah, Russell Wilson. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're in a, like a new era of court. Russell Wilson's a little bit on the older side than the rest of these guys. Uh, but it's we're young. in a new There's era a lot of good talent. And yeah. I love it. I love Sam watching. Darnold. Eh? Eh? So eh? I like Sam. I've eh? always liked Sam Darnold. But you guys I've remember, always liked Sam Do you guys Darnold. remember what it used to be like back in the day when we were watching like maybe like eight, eight, ten years ago? And, and it was like these, there was like, there were like three, four great quarterbacks in the league and the rest were garbage. And now we have like 10 with, really good ones. Yeah. Oh, we with Rick Meyer by the way. Well, Tannehill's not like, Tannehill's not gonna make he's like any top ten list, but he's he's hey, up he's there. got he's got Derrick Henry. That's all he needs. He play he plays in a he plays in a system that's perfectly catered to him because he doesn't have to throw the ball more than thirty times a game. Like he doesn't have to do any of that. You know, like Derrick Derrick Henry's gonna get him first downs all the time. Um, but yeah, it's fun, man. Especially Kyler Murray. Looking at him. Man, oh, we forgot about Josh Allen. Yeah, jo- no, yeah, I forgot about fucking Josh Allen, man. Technically, yeah. we forgot Matt Stafford, but he's the old crew again. I like, yeah, exactly. He's part of that old guard. No, but I know, I know what you're getting at. It's the fact that uh, there's a lot of really good quarterbacks, a lot of really fun quarterbacks to watch, all under the age of 25. And yeah, absolutely. And it's it's really interesting. And even the younger quarterbacks, like even you know Trevor uh, Trevor Lawrence, like I I do feel bad for him because first of all, I'm, I hate the coaching that that he's dealing with right now. I don't feel like Urban Meyer makes it makes really it makes good and he still looks sound good. Decision. Yeah, and he still looks and, good. And he does look pretty good. I just think he needs the right situation to make it work. It's just he's stuck in Jacksonville at the moment. Mac point, Jones. You know? Like, you know what I mean? Like, these guys are fucking – Zach Wilson. These guys are good. They're and good look, fucking quarterbacks. Tua, I don't think Zach Wilson – I think Zach Wilson's going to – I think he's going to pan out. We're going to see. That's a fucking sick game this week. The Jets at, at, at New England – that's going to be a good game. Oh, I think you're very wrong about no, this. No, I think that's going to be a very – I'm not saying that they're going to win. I'm not even sold on Mac Jones. I, I don't see it. I'm sold on Mac Jones. Uh, what I saw with the Cowboys, I'm sold on Mac. Against the Cowboys last week, I'm sold on Mac Jones. I think he's really good. Hey, man, okay. it is what it is. This is what's beautiful at the NFL. We can talk about these these young quarterbacks. And, I'm, I'm sold. You know? I'm sold to him like being a good franchise quarterback. I, I'm not saying he's going to win MVPs and maybe a Super Bowl and whatever because it all depends on Belichick too. But I like Mac Jones and what I see. I think he's a smart kid. He like he calms it down. He makes the right reads. He reads defenses really well. I, I'm a big fan of Mac Jones. I think he, I think he's a very capable quarterback. I feel like you're a fan of a lot of people. I am. I don't really hate too much but if i don't like you and i think you what's suck a, what's at your a quarterback job, you hate a quarterback that i've hated just now like now that i hate currently you, that i hate you to sound watch. like you hate you love everybody that i hate to watch i really I love like watching daniel fo- jones who daniel jones teddy bridgewater's awful to watch by the teddy, way he's ugly to watch but he's actually pretty good Te- teddy i like watching Jameis winston to see if he's going to be surgery winston or surgical winston yeah. <laughs> so the thing is is i don't hate anybody in the league because yeah. i appreciate the product that they give me but there are guys that i think are fucking complete dog shit who uh james winston okay who else um jared goff looks fucking terrible oh jared goff looks jared awful, goff looks awful but look who he plays with he plays in a team that like 
But I mean, he what makes are they doing? Bad decisions, right? Like, I mean, it, it, I, I find myself scratching my head when I watch him play. Sometimes it's crazy. I'm trying to think of the rest of the Jared league. Goff was Sean McVay's surrogate. That's what it was. Yeah, pretty much. That was the Rams' offense. It's oh, Carson Wentz. I like. I like Carson Wentz, but I like. I don't think he's that good anymore. No, he just so, when yeah. he gets hit, man, he gets hit hard. Yeah. Like Carson Wentz does not take light shots. He takes hard ass shots from a defensive lineman in the ribs every single time, and he looks like he's flying five yards away from when he gets hit. Like, <laughs> he's just—he's not built for it. And I, no. I love—I love Carson Wentz in Philly in a way, but nah, it didn't work out. Are we gonna just keep uh, shooting the shit over quarterbacks? Well, well, so no, 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 la- no. Last thing on the topic since we're talking yeah. about Chicago, you mentioned like Matt Nagy doesn't trust Justin Fields with the ball, but they're losing—they're losing games, right? So don't trust them. Just fucking let him do it. Try let it. him do it. No. Let him learn. Let him fail. Worst case, leash. you're gonna lose, but you're already fucking losing. Your game plan doesn't work because Matt Nagy has a short leash. He does. A hundred percent. Yes. So he. The thing is, if Matt Nagy just goes to the front office and says, "I'm gonna let it open with Justin Fields. I'm gonna open the shit up." But this is what give me a full me. season under it with with him, and then we'll see. We'll take this it is from what there. bothers me about this idea of a short leash, right? You look at Steely, San Diego, right? He's got a short leash. You you might think that he doesn't because he's doing well. But if he started the season bad, he would be on the hot seat Why? as well. Why? It's his first season. No, but no, he, well, the NFL one season is enough now. No, I get it, but like he but, hasn't. Why? Why'd you nitpick on but him? My, my point. My point with him is that with Staley, it's like he will go for it all the time. It's yeah. balls out all the time. He trusts his quarterback. Like they'll like when they, when they were playing the Raiders. A couple He's of also weeks like back, a player's coach. It was like he they went for fourth down seven times in a row. They didn't care. They're like, you know what? I trust my team. Good team. Let's do it. Like yeah. I, I feel like with Matt Nagy, it's the most conservative approach to football every single time. And and like you're saying, he's never been the same the same since the double doink. Double doink. But like he's double been doink super really conservative fucked him over. ever since. Yeah. You'd figure that he would try and like maximize having a, a young, exciting quarterback like Fields, but he, it hasn't been the case. It, it's not the case, and that's you the know? thing with Chicago is like, it's like the team, the city is so loyal, yeah. and they're so patient. Like they watched the Cubs suck for years, you know. Nobody fucking bailed. They're a lawyer. Did you see what happened with the uh, White Sox, Dave? You ever see this story? No. And John Cusack. So yeah, White I Sox. Saw it, yeah. So White Sox, Dave is like this diehard White Sox fan. He works at Barstool, uh, Chicago Barstool, and he walked up to John Cusack because John Cusack was at he the was White Sox. He was repping a White Sox, uh, Sox game. Sox but when the Cubs won the won the World Series, this guy went to the Cubs game and he took out and he was wearing his Cubs jersey. It's a shit move, though. Yeah, man. and then you White Sox I mean? go to, uh, says to him, he's like, "Listen, you can't." Like you got, that's the part about being a fan is that you can't root for both teams. You gotta hate your you team for a while. You can't rep the South Side. Yeah, like I fucking like that. I suffered during fucking Quincy Carter and yeah. fucking Dave Campo years yes. with the Cowboys. I didn't jump ship to the. Bears. Well, also, are you gonna just wear a Yankees cap? I mean, I, no Expos and Mets. That's it. I but I, no, but I'm saying hat. is like, yeah. I was like, imagine because in a way, when you're repping the Mets, you're repping uh, you know Mets fans. Yeah. Right? So imagine being uh being a Mets a Mets fan and just. Showing up with a Yankees game with a Yankees cap, your friends are gonna make fun of you. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, why would you even do that? My girlfriend's and, not allowed wearing Yankees hats. I and so I, I get it. John Cusack played basically a cub, right? In one yeah. Of his movies. I can't. I can't remember the movie. I'm not a huge. A, a he Cusack played. Uh, he played the guy from the White Sox. He played in the the Black Sox. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it. I forgot the name of the player that he plays, but he plays in that game. Pease that, is gonna make fun of us for not knowing the reference. So if Pease, when you're listening make to fun this, of you, I knew the fucking reference. Yeah, yeah, right. You were stumbling. Yeah. You uh, wrap it up. Okay, we're gonna. Um. So that's it, but we'll do some predictions. Yeah, let's do quick ones. So, uh, so what what part of gambling terms don't you understand? I really don't understand anything about gambling. It's not my. So if I, I have, say I have a lot of vices, but but gambling is not one. Okay, of so, I'm actually kind of with Duke. I don't gamble a lot. So either. like the plus minus, I was trying to read it all day, and I'm getting more confused the more I the read minuses. It. You don't know how to read plus minus. I, that's the thing. It's so simple. Okay, so if I tell you Atlanta minus two and a half at Miami, what does that tell you? It means that they have to have less. Than those points. No, no. Okay, so it's really, really, really simple. Whatever (laughs) team, whatever team is listed, right? And then the whatever the plus or minus is, you add or subtract that number to the score of that team. You're so bad at making me understand things. Okay, wait, just listen. You have a team. You're gonna have a plus or a minus next to it. So Atlanta minus two and a half, right? That means whatever Atlanta scores in that game, take away two and a half points from the score. And then you pick you lost them. who's going to win or not, you Atlanta or Miami. This is what I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. Whatever that number is, minus or plus, that's what the score they start with. Right. Cool. Let's that do team. It. So Atlanta starts with a minus two and a half points against at Miami. 
See, I, I, will I, they win I'm by? So, I'm so fucking bad with numbers. Will okay, they okay. win by yeah, three points? I, like my mind just goes white. Okay, let's say yeah. the game finishes 21 to 18, Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. Atlanta, according to the bet. See, wait, 21 to okay. 18 is two points. So Atlanta wins by three points, but the odds are minus two and a half. So what you do is you take 21 and oh, you guys. remove two and a half points. So they only scored 18 and, 18 and a half points. So they covered. So Atlanta still wins. They, you win that bet. He's, he's so bad at explaining things. How no. much better do you want me to fucking explain <laughs> so, this? It's start, so hard. So Atlanta's starting the game with minus two and a half points. Yeah. If they win 21 to 18, they cover their two and a half cool, point man. bet. You know That's what? It. Let's just do it. I'm going to get lucky today. Okay, fine. So Atlanta minus two and a half in Miami. Do uh, they, will they win by three points or more? The Miami? No, Atlanta. Will they, uh, Yes. Atlanta's going to win by three yeah. points oh, yes, or more absolutely. in Miami. In Miami, yeah. Because Miami right. doesn't have a home crowd, so whatever. But, huh? Miami does not have it doesn't a home matter. Still, home yeah. has a factor. But I mean, you know what? I don't. Th I think Miami's going to win that game at home. Cool. So I'm gonna, I'm taking Miami plus two and a half on that bet. Nice. So which means that they're going to start the game with two and a half points. You get what I'm saying? I got it, man. I think you're way lost. I'm so lost, but I love it. Let's do it. Philly at Raiders. Raiders are favorite minus three and a half. Oh, uh, so this Ra is this is totally a trap game for the Raiders. Uh, Philly's going to win this one. So you think Philly wins, but do they win by more oh, than four points? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think okay. it's going to definitely be um, seven to ten points. So you would over. take you would take Philly plus three and a half at that point because you think they're going to win. Yeah. Okay. I like this segment. It's like teach Duke how to gamble. It's either they win or they lose by less than three and a half points. No, no, they're they're going to win by like more than more than three points for sure. Either way, they, if they win, you cover that bet because they're plus nice. three and a half, so they're already winning the game. So the only way you can lose that bet is if the Raiders lose by three and a half points. So you're saying is I can't points. lose. Huh? You're saying I can't lose. I'm saying you're going to lose that bet because the Raiders are going to smoke the, the Eagles. Can we Eagles never do this segment ever Eagles again? Are, <laughs> Eagles are god-awful. Last game, Houston at Arizona. Arizona's minus 17 and a half favorite. So they're starting the game with a 17 and a half point deficit. Yeah. Um, Will they win? Yes, uh, definitely. No, Houston is trash. That bad, huh? Yeah. I, yeah, in my survivor, I'm just going up against Houston every single week. Uh, 17 and a half is a lot. No, but that's not a survivor. But like 17 and a half is a lot of points, but I'm still going to take it. I'm looking at like a, a 41 to 10 game. I mean, what was the 40 nothing name? It was the Bills, right? They beat uh, they beat Houston 40 nothing. Yeah. But also, who's the quarterback of the, 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 the Texans? Is that guy Mills? Mills, yeah. They trash. got that fucking long ass Pure neck. trash. Yeah. 17 and a half, though. That's that. It's a heavy favorite, yeah. Because, so yeah, like, the worst part is if you're up by, like, the year so if you're up by three scores, you start running the ball, and then it's like you're just killing clock. And worst case, they, they come back and score because you're playing, like, a very simple defense. You don't really give a shit anymore. And then it's hard to cover 18 points at that point, right? Because, like, you, nobody cares. You're, yeah. The game's over in the, the second quarter. So. That's it, exactly. Ooh, that's the tough one. That's a yeah. tough one, man. I'm taking Arizona on that. Minus 17 and a half for sure. I'm taking it I'll too. Take it. So that was it, boys. That oh, it, nice. Man. Not sauce for work. Episode 240. 240? Uh, season 2, episode 40. So 240. Uh, I'm Terry Tam. As usual, this episode is brought to you by... Uh, uh, Hollandia. Apparently, it's brought to you by Hollandia. Hollandia but Premium Cheap Deppener Beer. But it is also brought to you by Hot Streak Fantasy. Hot Streak Fantasy, uh, go there, use Hot Sauce promo code. Uh, as soon as you deposit, any deposit you make, they match your deposit with, with a bonus. Uh, so you can gamble double the amount of time with the same amount of money. Go on Hot Streak on iOS, use the promo code Hot Sauce, uh, support them. It's one of the best apps by far. Um, and it's great. And they support us too. So um, go do that. As usual, Eagle, appreciate you, buddy. And we get last word from Pease. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports.